Wednesday, Chayesar, Shir 209. So we're discussing the halachas of a cleaning lady. Very, very relevant halachas. What a cleaning lady is allowed to do in your house. So we're going to try to figure out based on the concepts that we learned. So we're going to start off with a live-in. Not their standard cleaning lady, a live-in. So a live-in cleaning lady is not considered a... Uh, is, is, is considered like a kablon, is not considered like a schir yoyim. So therefore, like we discussed, a schir yoyim, someone that's hired by the hour, would be also to do malach of you, like we'll see. But a regular cleaning lady, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein says, is considered a kablon. So she's just hired to be a cleaning lady. So therefore, she, she, it's, it's a, it's a that, that's her job. So therefore, anything that she does is not necessarily, does not necessarily constitute be fulfilling working for you. She's working for herself. She can take off when she wants. She has certain, you know, uh, rules. It's not like a clean, not, not like someone that's hired by the hour. So therefore, in order to allow a clean lady to do anything for you on Shabbos, you have to make sure that a few rules are met. This is a living. This is not a regular clean lady. We'll get the regular clean lady. But the living, so number one, you obviously can't tell her to do something that is usher to do on Shabbos. You're not allowed to be her to do that. Also, something that has marasayin that people might think that you told her to do it on Shabbos, that would also be aser. Uh, something that's a zilzal of Shabbos would also be aser, like we said a few days ago, the concept of marasayin and the concept of zilzal, which we'll give examples of that. And you're not going to have any benefit of any malacha, any, you're not going to have any hanah from any malacha that she did for you. Whether you told her or not, she's not any different than a regular guy, that if he turns on light for you, you're not going to have hanah. So the same thing would apply by a live-in. It's just that a live-in is not worse than a regular guy in most instances. So a typical example would, let's say, be to wash dishes. So to wash dishes, if you didn't tell... So now washing dishes would only be mutter if it's dishes that are necessary for Shabbos. If it's after... If it's like... After, let's say you're not using dishes, shal shudas, and you, she's washing dishes after the morning suda, that would be aser, just like you can't wash dishes, she can't wash dishes. You can't tell her to wash dishes because she's doing a malacha. So just like you can't tell her to wash dishes, it's just like you can't wash dishes yourself if it's not Latzer Shabbos. You can't tell her to wash dishes. So that would be that would be the first tonight that we said you can't command her to do something that is a malacha that you would be also to do now to wash dishes Friday night. If she decides, however, she decides to wash the dishes is her business. But since you told you could tell her to wash dishes because there's nothing wrong with washing dishes per se. If she decides to do it on an malacha, there's nothing wrong with that. But for you to tell her to wash dishes that you would not be allowed to wash no matter how you wash them, for example, after the Shabbos morning suit, then you're not using them again, that would be sir, to have your living maid do it for you because it's you're telling her to do malacha on Shabbos.